Welcome, everybody, to the loudest podcast, loudest podcast on the internet. I'm your host, Asterios Coconos. Sriracha is out sick this week, but we've got the second place winner of the Replacement Rancher Contest, ladies and gentlemen, Lime Jinjo. Hey, sorry to disappoint by being here. <laughs> You're not disappointed. You're hilarious. People love you. Mm-hmm. They do. Who do you think doesn't like you without naming names? <laughs> I, some of those YouTube comments. Who boy? Yeah, that's look. It's jealousy. I'll say it. You can't say it. I'll say it. People are jealous that like a teenager, like some homeschooled anime teenager, is also this funny. And they're like, I why can't I be this funny? Where where? Why can't I have an awesome e girlfriend who draws cartoons of me all day? Where where? I'm triggered. I know that you're probably not used to this, Jinjo, to be to other people being jealous of you, but get but get used to it, Jinjo. Other people are jealous of you. Start from the bottom, now we're here. Classic Drake song. <laughs> oh my god. Wait, he's the one that's saying started from the bottom? Yeah. I mean, isn't he like a isn't he like a middle class guy whose mom always made him sandwiches and Man, he started as like a young television. He set. lived in he some Canadian. Like he started from the middle. No, he was Wait, in Degrassi. What? Well, yeah, which is great. He, yes, he was on a national television. Yeah, he was on like a show that was insanely big in I think Canada, and then like it had a decent following in America. So, more like started from yeah. pretty high, pretty high at the beginning to even bigger of a star now. So not really from the bottom, buddy. I didn't know that was Drake. Oh, that makes me hate Drake even more. Look. Well, Drake I don't like Drake, Drake does some weird pedo shit a lot, so I already hated Drake. But. Yeah, I don't like that stuff either. And by the way, listeners, sorry if you're hearing like a bunch of beeping and blooping. I'm driving a car while I'm talking to you. I, it's like 10 o'clock on Sunday. I just got the biggest Diet Coke I could get at 7-Eleven. Now I'm driving back to my parents' house. I'm at my parents' house out in the country. And it's really goddamn nice, but, uh, all right, but anyway, anyway, what would we talk? Oh, first things first. So I pick up the phone with Jinjo, and Jinjo goes, Asterius, I have a problem. Can you tell people what problem you told me about? Well, so first of all, some backstory. When Asterius called me, I was playing Minecraft with my buddies, and, uh, my buddies knew I was talking to Asterios, so my friend Zach, the famous Zach, if you're in the Asterios Coconuts Discord server, you know Zach. But, um, Zach says, say to Asterios, my balls are too long and they touch the toilet water when I take a shit. So I say this to Asterios, and Asterios is like, oh, uh, 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 and, and, and now he wants to talk about it on the podcast. Well, I didn't know you were told to, no, 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 you've explained this wrong. <laughs> I'm going to explain it right. Okay. I pick up the phone. I'm like, hello there, Lime. How you doing? He goes, uh, I got a problem where my balls touch the water when I take a dump. We had small talk uh, before that. I, I opened like the conversation. end of small talk. I opened the conversation by saying, hi, dad. That's the first thing I said when you picked okay, up the which phone. Was, which was hysterical. Did you hear anyone complaining about that? No. That was very funny. But that's the first thing I said. I didn't open the call by being like, Asterios, my balls are just too long. Okay, that's okay. That's true. How many, how long from the high dad to the balls? It was like a, a, minute, a minute or two, probably. Oh, okay. Well, look, I think you're right, actually, in retrospect, in my mind. Well, look, why am I getting caught up on the timing? So you tell me 
My balls touch the water when I take a shit. And I think to myself, what the fuck is happening here? This, what are you, 18 or 19? 18. It's like, we got an 18-year-old kid? His balls are, that's like a medical problem if that's happening. So I go to myself, goodness gracious. I, like, are you going to talk to, are you talked to a doctor if you t- told your parents about this? And then you tell me, I was just kidding. My friend Zach told me to say it. You activated my concern. Concern card. card. Yeah. You fool, Asterios. You've activated my balls hard for some reason card. I got, I got, I don't, I was just like, that's, I was like, how, how this poor kid. But then he tells me, look, that was a lie. But truthfully, sometimes I squirt a log so big that when it's splashed in the toilet, my balls do get wet with toilet water. Is that how you put it? I don't want to put words in your mouth. That's pretty close to how I worded it. Yeah, that is a problem. That's a problem. Not for you, but for everybody. Yeah. How do we fix this? Wait, I think I have an idea. I re- I saw a long time ago on a blog that like if you're out on a if if like if like you're home from a date, like you get to the guy's place for the first time and you're like I'm just going to go to the bathroom to freshen up, big boy, and you don't want to hear, you don't want him to hear that you're dropping bombs left and right. What you can do is you can create like you can put several layers of toilet paper to be floating on the water, creating like a lattice work, a false meniscus of toilet paper. So when the log drops in, it becomes like cocooned by the paper, which acts as like a poop silencer. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? I have heard of the poop silencing toilet paper. Do you think it works? I don't know. I've never tried it. I had I had a really good idea, and then I realized it's actually an idea that wouldn't even work. Um, well, let me hear it anyway. I was what, like, what I was work? like, okay, well, in order to not get your balls wet when you drop a fat log, what if I just had a butt plug that um had like a shield at the other end that would protect my balls? But then I realized I have to use my asshole to poop. I can't really put a butt plug in there. So then I was like, oh, what if it was a urethra plug? Well, then I can't really pee either. So I I think the silencing toilet paper works the best. Do you know you don't need to plug something to shield something else? You can just have the ball shields. Where would the ball shield attach though? Like a little maybe you get like a like a, maybe it's like a chastity belt like you get What if you got one of those little like air, airplane luggage locks? You locked it around. Um I mean, sure. Well, would it will look Either you think it would work or you don't. I mean, I you know, I'm I'm looking for your opinion here. Well, I don't really have an opinion, Stereo. So <laughs> okay, all right. Well, listen, it's not nice to lie to boomers about these things. We believe things you say. Okay, you have your I ball forget. lock, Asterios. I don't need a ball. You lock. have your, your. I'm not. You. Uh, I'm not dropping cage. logs that are. Cr- I'm not dropping logs so hard that the toilet's firing back. I'm not getting flack when I'm over the target. Well, if you're having trouble with this, just simply shit less. Well, I don't know. Is, is that a Ben Shapiro impression? That, that's just my funny voice. Okay, well, I like it. I like that voice a lot. Thanks. All right, look, speaking, speaking unfortunately, of conditions that create extra toilet activity, McDonald's. McDonald's has been on a... Oh, I had... By the way, wait, what's the name of that meal that you're going to talk about? The which one? The one that I actually ate. Travis or the one? Scott. Yeah. yeah, the Travis Scott meal. 
Oh, I get texted about the Travis Scott meal weeks before everyone else found out. I got a text at which where someone, he was like, I work at McDonald's. Here is a picture of the Travis Scott meal. Don't tell anyone. And I'm like, oh my God, we got to talk about it on the loudest podcast. But then like, you know, unfortunately, like yeah, topics get pushed down, topics get pushed down. I heard about the Travis Scott meal first. McDonald's is making big moves lately. Big moves. Travis Scott meal, some new meal that I don't know shit about. These spicy chicken nuggets. I went to McDonald's the other day. I finally tried the spicy nuggets. I've been getting nonstop targeted ads for these spicy. I can't go to Twitter without seeing tweets being like that feeling when there's only one spicy nugget left. That feeling when your friend snacks the last fry. And it's like, yes, these are boomer tier memes. And guess what? They worked on a boomer. I saw 20 of these ads and I was like, fine, I'll fucking go to McDonald's. I drove 45 minutes from my parents' country home to the nearest McDonald's and I tried these spicy chicken nuggets. Now, Jinjo, why haven't you tried the spicy chicken nuggets yet? I don't really leave my house often anymore. Any particular, re- <laughs> any particular reason why you might want to be staying indoors for lately? <laughs> well, for, for future viewers, uh, this podcast is being recorded... <laughs> At the beginning of October 2020, we are still in a global pandemic, and I live in Pennsylvania, which is like the fourth worst state in the U.S. or something, yeah, uh, COVID-wise, so, yeah. yeah, I don't really leave my house often, because um, my mom has, like, lupus and holes in her lungs and shit, and she needs oxygen when she's normal, so if she got COVID, she'd fucking just die immediately, so... I tend to stay I, inside. I met your mom. Uh, I don't know that we've ever told this story on air, uh, but if we have, eh, fuck it. So like, Jinjo comes to one of our comes to our live show in Pennsylvania, and his mom is there. His mom is so so nice. She sits through all of our bullshit. She sits through a show where we're talking about like Pokemon and jizz and all this garbage, and then it's like we'll all go out to Dave and Buster's after. And I forgot that, like, on Friday and Saturday night, Dave and Buster's think it the club all of a sudden. And Dave and Buster's, the one in Manhattan, had this, too. In Philadelphia, like, gigantic fucking bouncers. Like, there's a goddamn list to go play Guitar Hero, for fuck's sake. And the bouncers are giving Jinjo shit. They're like, you can't come in. You're not, you're not over 21. And I'm like, sirs, his mom is right here. You know, the woman hooked up to an oxygen machine? If anyone's going to cause trouble, do you think it's a 14-year-old kid with his mom and an oxygen machine? And they're like, no, you're right. You're right. And they let you guys in. Is that how you remember it? Yeah, that's pretty close, except I was like 16, I think. So I don't know how I don't know. I don't know. But like, uh, Jinjo's mom is a, is a saint, especially because I've talked to your brothers and they seem nuttier than you. Yeah, true. Who's the who's the craziest of the Jinjo clan? Like when you say Jinjo clan, you mean my family or all of my friends? Your family. My family? Uh Is it you? You can say it. It might you. be me, I don't know. Well Alright, which one you- the, the the one that says I say like weird shit on purpose the most, but uh-huh. Andy, my older brother, when he says weird shit, it's like disturbing weird shit on purpose. Like, he comes up with the most disgusting shit to say. Um, if you have an example, this would be a great time. If you can't think of one, that's okay. I can't think of one that's okay to say on a podcast. Are you serious? Okay, well, one time, 
he had this account where he was role-playing a Sonic character, but, like, it was, like, the purposely stupid role-play. He was role-playing the yeah. character E... E... No. Uh, Omega. I I just call him Omega because I don't remember the numbers before his name, but he was role-playing Omega, and he, as Omega, tweeted out, and I quote, this isn't even close to the worst thing he said. This one's just kind of funny. He said, it's never too late to abort a baby, but, like, he meant it as in, even if it's currently alive, like, three years old, it's never too late. That's really funny. Yeah, I like that one. I thought that one was funny. I saw on Twitter... Someone tweeted me a list of all the Sonic characters' canonical ages. Did you see yeah, this list? Yeah, I saw that because they tagged me too. Oh, yes! Okay, they tagged us in this! Whoever... All right, we got to pull this up on Twitter right now. So, Wick, cut out some of this... Cut out some of these... Cut out some of this dead air, Wick. Wick, do some chipping and choppings, Wick. Wick, Wick, cut it up, Wick. Thank you to Twitter user Mellow Martian for tweeting... For tagging us in this. Okay. So, did you... Tails is canonically eight years old? I thought he was seven, but yeah, eight, I guess. Both of those are way too young to be a freedom fighter. I was reading some Sonic comic where he's like, he's flying an airplane on like a suicide mission to to invade the Death Egg, to steal the Master Emerald back. And it's like, I get that this kid's talented. Like, you can't send an eight-year-old into battle like this. That's that's terrible. Yeah. I mean, Charmy the Bee is six, and he's a detective that goes on dangerous missions all the time. What? So. He's six? Yeah. He's also insanely annoying, so. Can you tell me a little bit more about this bee? I, I, I'm going to be honest. I don't know a lot about this bee. Well, he's, he's just a member of Team Chaotic, the detective agency, and mm-hmm. he talks a lot, and he has a really annoying voice, and he's so annoying that in the code for um, Shadow the Hedgehog, the game, um, there is a there's a little um, part of the code that says, shut up Charmy equals zero. And if you change the zero to a one, Charmy will never speak again. Does that affect plot or gameplay? No, not really. But like when Charmy's your partner in a level, he will not speak if you change that. But you'd have to like go into the game's code itself. So it was just for the developers that really didn't want to listen to Charmy. You know, if the developers don't want to hear Charmy, developers, you might want to think to yourself, us users don't want to either. It's not like it's not like developers are from Mars and get, players are from Venus. Like we're you should have you should have done something about that, developers. That's a strike against them. True. All right, this alligator's twenty years old. Yeah. This a- so we have a so this alligator is also a detective. So we have a twenty year old and a six year old solving like. Murders? What kind of crimes are they solving? Um, murders? I can't even like they're doing some shit in Sonic Heroes. I don't even remember what the fuck they're doing in Sonic Heroes. I think they're looking for cream or something. I don't remember. Okay, they're solving a kidnapping. That's not even a kidnapping. Just a missing persons case. Okay, okay. That sound. That's what you have your detectives doing in a, video, in a kids game. They don't solve a murder, missing persons. That's perfect. yeah. And like in each level, when you're playing as Team Chaotix and Sonic Heroes, Eggman gives them a mission. I think it's supposed to be Eggman. Um, a mysterious person gives them a mission. I'm pretty sure it's Eggman though. And like, it's always like find ten hermit crabs or destroy this many Eggman robots. Not very interesting, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, do those hermit crabs, like, when you find them all, can you 
use their shells to like synthesize a powder that you can use to detect fingerprints to find this missing person? No, it's just the end of the level, and then you go to the next level. Yeah, okay. This game doesn't sound good. I'm, this game doesn't sound good at I'm all. I'm not a fan of Sonic Heroes, to be honest. Who is this 18-year-old purple thing at the top? Purple thing with at the sword. The it's not a sword, that's a bike. That's a, I don't that's know a hoverboard. What it is. What? Who is that? Her name is, um... Man, I, I don't play Sonic Riders. <laughs> this is the first time you haven't known... This is the first time you haven't known something about Sonic in the entire time I've I know you. the green one next to her is Jet the Hawk. Jet? I don't Hawk. remember what the name of Jet's friends are. Okay. Because I don't... Sonic I Hawk. never really liked Sonic Riders, because like, I wasn't good at it at all. Okay. You look, you don't have to like every Sonic game. Um, This tweet... Their canon ages has been popularized by Jenny Nicholson, who I love. Jenny Nicholson, I think, is very, very cool. Sriracha met Jenny Nicholson at BronyCon. Um, Jenny Nicholson writes that all their ages are funny, but the funniest age is, is it Rogue or Rouge? Rouge. Rouge the Bat is 18. Thank God. And, and Jenny Nicholson says, quote, they knew her design was too horny to make her underage. But they were allergic to making a sex bomb government spy older than a teenager. That is weird. Good looking out, Jenny Nicholson. Why can't she just be 29? It's weird that there's like 18 year old sex bat, sex bomb bat running around uh, uh, flirting with Shadow. That's weird. Yeah, I don't know, but I'm glad she's 18 because <laughs> I'm not furry, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right. Well, look, this is a good and that and that actually that's a very good segue into our next topic. B stars. Let's wrap up the McDonald's talk. The, but before we get to B stars. OK. Yeah. I, I try these spicy McNuggets. I've been trying to get out there for weeks. I finally get out there to McDonald's. I try these spicy nuggets and I order regular nuggets as a control. I go, I'll take a six piece spicy. I'll take a six piece regular because. For scientific accuracy, I need to, I need it as a, also I wanted regular nuggets. I'm not going to lie. I wanted some McNuggets. Did you like get different sauces to try the spicy and normal with in its comparison or did you just go plain? I got the sauces, but I said to myself like, well, the, the McDonald's sauces are overpowering. So it's like, well, no, I got to judge this spicy nugget on its, on its ability. You know what I mean? But sweet and sour sauce goes hard to Stereos. I yeah I agree, but this isn't the review of the sweet and sour sauce hour. It's like I got look. You put that sweet and sour sauce on a on a piece of newspaper, it'll probably taste good. True or false? True. Yeah, exactly. I ain't gonna lie. If there's if there's still sauce in the container left, and um and I'm out of nuggets, I'm not gonna lie. I I flick the I flick my tongue in the sauce like I'm licking a woman's clitoris. Describe this. Yeah, there's no other way. Anyway, this is the spicy nuggets are the first major change to the McNugget recipe since they went from half dark meat, half white meat to all white meat in the 90s. I can't believe they didn't already have spicy nuggets. I know because Wendy's has had them for 20 years. But that's what makes it so interesting because it's like, oh, look, they fooled around with other types of nuggets. Oh, Chicken selects over here. Fish McBites here. Chicken selects were really good. I agree that they should come back. And I liked Fish McBites. It it just it had more of the crunch. But like this is the first time that they've 
messed with the classic nugget recipe itself where they've like touched the golden goose. And and what it makes you think is, oh, they, they've been working on these spicy nuggets for like 30 years. Like some scientist dad like retired and in his retirement speech, he was just like, I couldn't do it. I just couldn't crack spicy nuggets. I leave it to you, the next generation of McDonaldland scientists to solve the unsolvable puzzle of getting spice inside the nugget. And then now, like 20 years later, his scientist son, who's now in, hey, in charge of flavors, like pours out a container, a six piece on that guy's grave and goes like here's some spicy nuggets for a real one miss you every day dad right isn't that what you think no that's probably exactly what happened to be honest exactly so i'm so pumped for these spicy nuggets i'm so pumped for these spicy nuggets i get them i park i take a big bite and unfortunately it's just okay at best it's just okay at best oh my god i know no I know these were no better than if I had just dipped my nugget in some sriracha or to be, to be more honest, put just to put a bunch of black pepper on a nugget. Oh my God. I know. I know the whole point of making them spicy nuggets is that you expect like every layer to have spice, like a, like a delicate melange, like 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 phyllo dough. Every layer, spice chicken, spice chicken, spice chicken. Like you expect it to be some kind of food wars bullshit, where like the spice unlocks the delicate umami of the McNugget, and like your clothes explode off your body, right? Yeah. No, it just kind of tasted like a regular nugget that you'd maybe put some pepper on. It was very disappointing. I can do that to nugget. I can do that. You could make that, but. I'll tell you what it did, Jinjo. It really made me appreciate when I bit into that regular nugget. It really made me appreciate it. It tasted so buttery, so crunchy, so good. And it makes me wonder, did they maybe introduce these spicy nuggets just to kind of be like, yeah, regular McNuggets are pretty good, huh? Yeah, don't forget it. Don't you fucking forget it because we can remove them at any time. You better enjoy these McNuggets. Savor every last McNugget as if it was your last because it could be. Keep buying the McNuggets. That's what they want. I'm sorry to break this news to you, Jinjo. I know you were clearly very excited about these spicy. Yeah, nuggets. I was hoping they'd be they'd be good. I'm 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 kind of fucked up now, but at least the Travis Scott burger was kind of awesome. Tell me all about this. So McDonald's be like, hmm. Okay, so Travis Scott, he's a pretty famous raptor, raptor, rapper. He made a sick. <laughs> ah, that's my, uh, Travis. Calm down, bro. He made he made sicko mode. He made um the ends. He made goosebumps. He made some pretty good songs. But I guess he orders this specific thing at McDonald's, and they were like, "Well, Travis, we'll put what you order at McDonald's just on the menu." And Travis was like, "Okay." So it's like his burger, and it just has like lettuce, tomatoes. I think tomatoes. Maybe not. It has lettuce, pickles, uh, ketchup. I think um bacon. It's a quarter pounder with cheese, and like that's it. I'm pretty sure. Okay. And and then he just gets a medium fry and barbecue sauce that you're supposed to dunk the fries in, which is weird. And then a sprite, <laughs> and that's it. The burger was pretty good. Travis has some good taste in burgers because I think he had a delicate flavor balance on that burger. But but he's he's not sicko mode. He's weirdo mode for dunking his fries in barbecue sauce. McDonald's barbecue sauce is too overpowering to dunk fries in. It's just like drinking the barbecue sauce. <laughs> it just, it don't, it don't sit right. So, but the Sprite, of course, is pretty good. It's just Sprite. Yeah, but I like Sprite. Sprite tastes good. I also like, 
I feel like I can't tell the difference between Sprite and Sprite Zero like I can tell the difference between Coke and Diet Coke. Agree or disagree? I have never had Sprite Zero, but, like, Coke, okay. I can kind of tell the difference between Coke and caffeine-free Coke, because regular Coke is, like, upsetting to me because my parents always bought caffeine-free Coke, so that's what I'm used to. So when I go to a oh. restaurant and I have regular Coke, I just get upset. Like, it upset, yeah. it's, it just, I don't know, it's just, like, I feel dread. But, like, yeah. Diet Coke. My dad has drank Diet Coke his whole life, and I've had a Diet Coke a couple times. That shit tastes awful. It tastes horrible. Like, water with just a shit ton of chemicals to try and make it masquerade as Coke, but it doesn't taste like Coke. It just tastes like shit. Yeah, you have to get used to it. It's like, it's kind of like you have, like, you have to sew enough to develop a callus. It's like, you're gonna stab yourself a bunch. It's like, you have to, like, break in a new pair of boots. By breaking, it means it's gonna hurt a lot and you're gonna get blisters. Like, you have, like, the only reason you're drinking Diet Coke is because you can't control your appetite in other places and you need that caffeine. And so, fuck it. I guess you'll drink this thing and eventually you'll forget that it tastes like garbage. Yeah. It's kind of like when a guy stink. It's like, eventually he forget he stink. No, you may, you won't, but he will. Yeah. However, on the other side of the spectrum, Coke Zero tastes like exactly like Coke to me. I don't know if that's how it is for other people, but like, I don't taste a difference in Coke Zero. I fucking love Coke Zero. And Sriracha turned me on to the Coke Pepsi Max Zero at a 7-Eleven tastes incredible. I've had, like, the Pepsi Zero Max thing out of the bottle in the can, and it tastes like ass. Some about that 7-Eleven Pepsi Max Zero calibrated just right. It's a very good drink. Hmm, I see. I know. It's I know it's weird. Wait a minute. What was it? Fucking Archangel Life told me that there's a kind of Mountain Dew that you can only get at a Taco Bell. Baja Have you heard Blast? about this? Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I don't do the Dew. Yeah, like, um, but he told me that. I, yeah, tell me. I if haven't you know. really drinking Mountain Dew except when I was at Boy Scout summer camp. All the other kids would drink Mountain Dew, so I drink Mountain Dew. So I know that my favorite Mountain Dew is White Out, and sometimes I'll get Mountain Dew White Out. I've only had Mountain Dew Baja Blast like once. I don't really eat Taco Bell like ever, but when I go to Taco Bell, I get a Baja Blast because like I'm not gonna really have a chance to drink it otherwise because the bottled form of Baja Blast is incredibly rare. But my girlfriend loves Mountain Dew Baja Blast, so I don't know. Maybe it's good, but I, I don't really remember much of it. I think it's supposed to be, like, tropical flavor. I'm not sure, though. I gotta, I gotta try this. White Ooh. Out tastes awesome, though. Ooh. It's crazy. Like, it's just a pure white drink. It looks weird to my eyes, because it's like I expect a drink, if, like, it's described as white, I expect it to be, like, clear. But it's, like, white, white. Like, I'm not gonna, it's like the forbidden fluid, you know? It's that I, I know. Yeah. Oh, oh, wait. That's what you mean. Yeah, the forbidden God fluid. damn it, Chicho. No, I'm being, I'm being to... kind to you. I could say it, but I'm not going to. You know what? Actually, you're right. Much like I should appreciate McNuggets more, I should appreciate the fact that you are using kind of these terms to dance around a little bit. Thank you. You're welcome. Because when you said that clitoris thing before, that was too close. You could have you could have put a layer there. You could have said, like, when there's a little bit of barbecue sauce left in that nugget container, I'm not going to lie to you. I might do the forbidden dance with my tongue to get every last drop of it. That actually would be worse. Don't do that Yeah, either. I was going to say, that sounds kind of worse to me. No, that's much worse. And Okay. Let's all right. Let's come up with a big list of all the ways not to describe it. Definitely don't go like I look. 
I'll certainly bring my face close to it and flick my toe. No, God, don't. No, the word flick. No, I hate this. That's me. That's me getting all the honey mustard out of the honey mustard container. Oh, my God. There's so many ways to not describe it. Um. Okay, wait. Now, now, Jinjo pulled up some information on this new McDonald's meal. Correct. Because there's, can you tell me about it? Okay. So this is the J Balvin meal. Now, who's J Balvin? I don't know. He's a Colombian singer named Jose Alvaro Os. Os. He has a second male name, and then Balvin. Okay. Better known as J Balvin. He's a Colombian okay. reggae singer, and he has been referred to as the Prince of Reggae. Ooh. As one of the best-selling Latin music artists with sales of more than 35 million records worldwide, Balvin God was damn. born in Medellin, Colombia, and he's 35 years old. I don't know anything about J Balvin, but that's good for him. I, I just listen yeah. to, like, Frank Ocean and stuff, so I'm kind of in my own little American bubble. You don't have to listen Except to I also listen to a lot of J-pop. Well, you've got to give it up to McDonald's for introducing the world not only to Jay Balvin, but to his favorite meal. Yeah, and here's what Jay Balvin orders at McDonald's. This is a Jay Balvin meal. Jay's meal features all of his favorites. A Big Mac, medium fries, and an Oreo McFlurry. Get the Jay Balvin meal through the offer in our app, and the Oreo McFlurry is free. Okay, now, is there... Have you seen a picture of Jay Balvin? And if so, is he a big fat guy? Because this is the most. No, he's pretty. (laughs) He's like a. He looks like a pretty boy. Well, okay. This in some of his pictures, it looks like a pretty boy. In this promotional McDonald's picture where he's drinking the Oreo McFlurry, um, Mm -hmm. he looks. He has like dark sunglasses on, and he has like a little goatee. He looks like he could beat the shit out of me. God damn! But he's not fat. (laughs) He's not fat, but like. Sometimes he like colors his his. I see a picture of him with rainbow hair. That's like pretty boy stuff. But then he also he he looks like he could kill me, like rip this me guy's... limb from limb. This guy sounds cool as hell. This guy sounds really cool. I'm Chinjo. What I don't understand about Jay Balvin and Travis Scott's like, especially Jay Balvin, he gets a Big Mac and an Oil McFlurry, but then he cheaps out and he gets a medium fry. Why not just go for a, a large fry at that point? Okay. I couldn't agree with you more. If you're gonna, if you're the big, if you're gonna get Big Mac and an order, that is, that's like two thousand calories right there. That's the entire turkey dinner. Yeah, fuck it. It should come with two large fries. Like with Travis Scott, I get it more because his meal was more lean. It was just a quarter pounder right. with some things on it, and then just a medium fry, barbecue sauce for the fries, and then a Sprite. So that was a lot more lean. But Jay Balvin's like Big Mac, Oil McFlurry. Medium fry. What? Bro. No, no. You need to get a supersized fry. They don't have the supersizes anymore, but man, Jay Balvin. Come on. You know what? You know why they don't have supersizes anymore? Was it the was it the movie Supersize Me? They fucked it. It was the fucking movie. That guy fucked us so hard. That movie is oh. not only stupid, but it's funny as fuck at some points. Cause like, I guess the guy was like Christian or something, or is Christian. So there's yeah. there's some weird like uh religious aspects in that movie and there's this one really funny part where he's just like he like he's they did this study to prove that kids have been corrupted by fast food and the media i guess i don't know but like they're showing kids these pictures of like famous figures and like the kids like they they show them a famous like important person and then they show them like 
uh, fast food mascot. So they, they'll, okay. show, they'll show him like, um, I don't know, uh, Michael Jackson. And they'll be like, um, uh, is that, is that George Washington? And then, and then they'll show him Ronald McDonald and be like, Ronald McDonald, motherfucker. It's like, oh! but my favorite part of that clip is they show, they don't show you what the picture is until after the kid answers. So the, the, the adult puts the picture down. The kid looks at it and he goes, um, is that George W. Bush? And then the guy says, no, but good guess though. And then the camera pans. The kid was looking at a picture of Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's the funniest fucking scene in that movie by far. I watched it with Dylan like two or three years ago and I started crying when I saw that the kid was looking at Jesus Christ. That's okay. That's amazing. Look, I give this guy credit. He did eat McDonald's for 30 days, even though there's that one scene where his doctor is like, you're this going to die. You. You, have, you have to stop doing this. And then he was like, I no, it. I don't think I will. <laughs> yes. It's, it's like, the doctor's like, I get it. It's a great hook for a movie. It's a fantastic. Nobody likes a high concept better than me. Dr. Floyd. I, I get it. I get it. If you finish this movie, they'll force middle schoolers to watch it for years to come. But you might die. <laughs> and he's just like, I gotta do it. And then, and then McDonald's is like, Oh, by the way, of course McDonald's never, never said that the movie is why. Because like after the movie out, people are like, Hey, why, why, why'd you get rid of supersizing? And McDonald's does the PR answer, which is like, we're constantly reevaluating the needs of our customers and this, and we're just updating our, we're updating our, our marketing to fit the times. And it's part of our regular. We were going to do this anyways. Like you fucking liars. But then Bullshit. on the other hand, it's not like we all got skinnier because of this movie. We're still fat. We're fatter now as a country than when this goddamn movie came out. So, like, all he ended up doing was fucking us out of our supersized fries. He didn't even fuck us out of the fries itself because he just fucked us out of a better deal. Because now I'm just like, fine, I'll get two large fries then, you fucking piece of shit. So now I'm getting more fries, but it's more expensive. Because I can't just get the fucking supersized. Asshole, dude. I know. Evil man. I know. McDonald's, but again, they always introducing new shit and then stealing it from us, right? When it's about to get good. I was looking at a bunch of scrapped McDonald's menu items the other day. You know, they had the Mick hot dog at one point. What? And the fucking, the, the president of McDonald's, I think his name's Ray Kroc or some shit. Ray Kroc, uh. he, he says he's, he's made a rule in the company that they're never allowed to sell Mc hot dogs at, again. Cause they've never Ooh. done well. And he personally doesn't like hot dogs, I guess. God damn it. I want a McHotdog so bad because they would do it right. They would find out. They would fry the hot dog too. No, they would put French fries in the bun. It wouldn't just be a regular hot dog. McDonald's does it well. You can get a whole or piece or get a whole Oreo ice cream thing that you can drink in the car. God damn it. I All think, the I think McDonald's could easily like do the hot dog well, but some of these things that McDonald's has since discontinued. A big fucking yikes. Like, mixed spaghetti? Nah, I would never eat spaghetti at McDonald's, dude. Hell no. I can't eat that in the car. What, that's a, that's a, well, that was, that, McDonald's is made to be eaten in the car. What's wrong with that? Mixed spaghetti? I think, I just think if, spaghetti at McDonald's is like a disgusting concept to me. If they found a way to French fry it, spaghetti fries, I'll eat that. That sounds gross. Like, I don't mind. You know what? Everything sounds gross until you try it. That's true. And then sometimes it's still gross. 
But like, you gotta, you gotta try it. You gotta try my spaghetti fries. Um, all right. What else is on this? What else is on this? This the thing that you were reading? Um, there's like the Mick Lobster, which was like like five or six fucking dollars for just like a bun with some lobster meat in it, and supposedly it tasted. Roll. Yeah, and supposedly it tasted rancid. So yeah, I mean, you're not. I went. I, I went to a restaurant the other night, and they were like, "Our lobster roll is twenty five dollars," and it's like. Yeah, I bet it's really good. I'm not gonna get it. I a, a six dollar lobster roll. You can't trust that. Yeah. I wouldn't even give that to my dog. God damn. And I hate my dog. My dog sucks. No, I'm just kidding, Maddie. I love you. In case you listen to this later, Maddie, you're a really good dog. I love you, Maddie. That was close. Yeah, the the dog was probably at home going. <laughs> Did you see the video of that like weird girl with soulless eyes that threw a puppy at some guy? What? No. I'm surprised you didn't see. It was all over the internet. Like, celebrities were talking about it and shit. <laughs> so, Asterius, I have this video for you of a, a woman who throws her dog at this man. Oh, my God. Wait, what's yeah. the name of this video? What's, like, the official name of it? Uh, There's no real official name. I think it was just spreading on Twitter and shit. I found this random upload on YouTube called Crazy Lace- Racist Lady Throws Her Dog. Oh, God. So, so that's the upload I sent you because that's the one I could find on YouTube. But this is like a big video. Celebrities were um were like posting about it. like one of my favorite rappers, Tyler the Creator, simply posted on his Instagram like an image of her throwing the dog, and he just said Scrappy Doo because I guess he doesn't like Scrappy Doo. People don't like that. People don't like Scrappy Doo. No, they really don't. All right, well I'm ready to I'm ready to watch this awful video. So what did you say? Say you're black. So what? Exactly. So what if I'm fucking black? What's up? So what if I'm fucking oh, white? I didn't say nothing about race, you racist bitch. She's already so spitting at him and shit. I'm, I'm, not. Race. I'm not from fucking California. I'm so what's up? up? It doesn't matter. What's up? What do you, you want to do? Utah? What the fuck is wrong with you? Back up, bro. Back up, bro. All right, let's pause it. All right, we're at, okay. 20, we're at 25 seconds. This is so uncomfortable. Can you please describe what is happening? So this woman... Who has a very low cut shirt? Yeah, you can see her titties very well. I was wondering. Um, when, I was wondering how long it was going to take one of us to remark upon that. <laughs> well, you're asking me to describe it. I need to paint the full image. <laughs> this woman, she has her hair is. She's not having a great hair day. Um, and she's holding this dog. She's holding this dog. It's like a German chihuahua? shepherd, maybe. No, it's not Chihuahua. I think it's like a baby, a puppy German oh, shepherd. Oh, okay. I'm not super good with dog breeds, but um. She's holding this dog, and this woman, she keeps getting up close to this guy for some reason. We don't know what the fuck happened before this video started, but it doesn't seem like much happened. This woman has, like, soulless eyes. Like, you look in her eyes, and there's nothing there. Like, I now understand what people mean when they say that they have crazy eyes, because this woman has, like, nothing in her eyes. And this le- this lady, otherwise, look, she look, she's not super well put together and, like, ready to go to the Met Gala. But she also just looks fine. Like, she kind of looked like, if you told me this was a barista working at Starbucks, like, she's wearing all black. It's a little low cut for Starbucks. I mean, I'm pretty sure, you know, but you could hide that behind an apron. Like, but the eyes, there is absolutely nothing there. And she's also hunched over. It's it's demonic. She looks like she's possessed. Yeah, she looks like uh, her soul left her body. And now all that's left is rage against black people, I guess. All right, well, let's let's hit play again. All right, I'm at 25 all seconds right. in. Fucking weirdo. Nasty. <laughs> Gee. 
Jay, <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Who are you? I don't have an identity. Why are you playing <laughs> like this? Where did you come from? The fuck? Oh, now she's kicking the cameraman. No, if you I think she's saying something about the Illuminati or something there. She is. I don't know. She's definitely like high or something, or maybe she's just straight up crazy. Is that your dog? Hey, this is Wick. So the best way I can put this is I'm a giant pussy and I can't handle hearing a dog in pain. And I'm going to assume that a huge chunk of you people don't like it either. So I'm going to do the best I can to cut out most of the dog yelping. And it's made worse without the context of the video. So I'm going to do the best I can in cutting out that noise. But I still at least want you to hear the dialogue. So some of it might slip through. Uh, enjoy the rest of the show. Oh my god! Whoa! Yeah, yeah. Get the fuck out of here! It's really telling that the dog ran to him and not her. Yes! Alright, guy, get the dog and get out of there! You have to save this dog! Video of everything. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. You're going to jail, bitch. Alright, we gotta stop it here. Alright, so I have good news for you, Asterios. The cameraman did end up keeping the dog. Yes! He cleaned it and he kept it. Yes! I also like that, I also like that after she threw the dog, he starts picking up the dog and she says, that's my dog. And he just says, not anymore. Possession is nine-tenths of the law. You can't, you can't throw your J Balvin meal at someone and then expect to get it back. You willingly handed over possession of your J Mascus meal. And a, and will the lead singer of Dinosaur Jr. be happy that to the winner of the spoils? Yes, of course he will. Because the real freak scene is throwing away your, your McDonald's meal. And that would really bug me. But what really bugs me is this racist lady. God damn it. Holy Racist moly. animal abuser. Jesus fucking Christ. She's yelling about the Illuminati. She's saying, quote, I don't have an identity. Her arms are very skinny. She's in very good shape. Again, not a bad looking lady at all. Jinjo, I can't believe you opened that can of worms. This is your fault. Booba. The boobas? Boobas. She's got the badambos. Badangos. Is the lady in jail? I'm not sure. Probably, probably because it was on video and shit. Yeah, we got to, I hope this lady gets put in jail or something. Goodness, goodness gracious. All right, well, look, speaking of animals, I'm going to bring us to our last topic now, which is Beastar season one, full review. Yeah, if you weren't going to bring us into the topic with dogs, I was going to. Oh, you, so good job. Good job. You've actually had incredibly good segues today. I just want to congratulate Thank you. you. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, I'm getting better at it. I'm learning how to podcast. I just, you know, it's mm -hmm. the corn maze happened uh, a, like a year ago. I know because was, my producer from that corn maze keeps trying to get me to go to the corn maze again. And I'm like, look, I love content. I don't love not that much. There's a pandemic going on and I get it. The corn maze is outdoors. That's that's five hours on a bus to get to that corn maze. I don't know that it's worth it. I love my mommy and daddy. If I didn't like them so much, I'd be like, yeah, I'll go make content to corn maze, you know? Um. But anyway, unironically, your segues have been great this episode. I hope that didn't sound sarcastic. 
Um, yeah, speaking of the corn maze real quick, yeah. though, my friend Nathan, I forgot to mention to you, yeah. on the third, my friend Nathan went to the corn maze, and he found a sign that a fan or someone must have put up at the corn maze that says, missing. Have you seen this man? Asterios Kokonos. And it's a picture of you shaking hands with a corn maze guy. And it says, age, boomer. Height, six, zero. So just six foot. Yeah. Weight, heavyweight. Yeah. Last seen lost in a corn maze. Also known as the Enigma, Digital Cyber Demon, Good Boy of Comedy, or Sneaky Greek. He will most definitely be wearing a red fl- red and black flannel. If you have any information, please contact patreon.com slash Asterios. You know who put up that sign? Yes. I know those signs. Really? I know those signs are up in the corn maze. And it makes me feel terrible. Because, like, you don't think I want to go to the corn God damn it. I'm dying. This stupid fucking pandemic. It's taking our Halloween. It's going to take our Thanksgiving. I don't love the summer. I don't like going to the beach. The 4th of July. I, yeah, fireworks are fine. Unless you're America really, sucks. Unless you're really fucked up and drunk, though. They're not great. Fireworks are only good if you're high. Otherwise, otherwise they get very samey after the first couple of fireworks. Have you they're ever very loud? They're very loud. Have you ever been to a fireworks show and you've been like, ah, yes, what a great build. Unexpected climax. <gasps> Second act difficulties. Oh, denouement. It's just like some fireworks, more fireworks, a lot of fireworks. Then sometimes I'll stop and then more fireworks. And then that's it. And it's kind of like, yeah, I know. I've seen fireworks. You a fan? Yeah, of- I've never really realized how boring fireworks shows are because I'm always suffering because of how loud fireworks are. Yes. You poor guy. They hurt, they hurt my fucking ears. And like everyone else seems fine. I guess I just have sensitive ears. But it's like, God, can you turn down these pyrotechnics, please? Fuck. I know. I know. I like the ones that whistle. I like the ones that go, but I, I think that they don't need to explode that loud. I 100% agree with you. Like thunder isn't loud. Lightning is loud. But like thunder. Oh, no, wait. Thunder is loud. Lightning is silent. Why can't they be more like lightning unless like thunder? I, I think fireworks are louder than thunder. So I bet they fucking are. All right. Well, anyway, all of our great goddamn holidays are being taken away from this goddamn stupid motherfucking pandemic. Um, anyway, but the real pandemic is, of course, anime. I, I've been trying to get more into this anime stuff because I, it it lets me hang out with my girlfriend on the couch and she loves it. She loves it. And I'm kind of starting to get why people like anime, because even if it's bad, it's still fine. Like I've been going on Netflix and just watching shit that has like terrible names, like is it okay to pick up girls in a dungeon or sword art online? Which I opened up. There was very little sword art in there. Yes, they were online. But they were also like kind of, they were also very clearly like firewalled off into their own sort of intranet. I wouldn't call that online. Servered at best. It should have been the sword art private server. Agree? Yeah, and I mean... This game seems like it kind of fucking is, like, tiny, because, like, there's only, like, ten people online, Sword Art Online. So it's like, damn, Shorty, there's more people on Hypixel on Minecraft. Yes! Yeah! Like, there's 80,000 people playing on the Hypixel server at all times on Minecraft, but this Sword Art Online game only has, like, 10,000 people. That's kind of fucking pathetic. Yeah, and a bunch of them get killed right away. And it's like, 
Why didn't this guy wait until there were a hundred thousand or a million people in this thing to pull his little weird experiment? I also kind of like how in the first episode of Third Iron Line, he's like, I bet you're wondering why I've done this. Well, I put you all into a world I could control because I've always wanted a world I could control. Well, I'll see you I at the top. I thought it would be funny. Yeah, I was. I kind of just want him to be like, why have I done this? Because I'm a dick. That's why. See you at the top Pretty of the much. tower. See, Sword Art Online, to me, is fun because it's so fucking stupid. I don't think Sword Art Online is a good show or a good story. I think the animation's pretty good, but, like, it's not, like, a good story or it has good characters. I just think it's really fucking stupid and funny. I think it's really stupid, too. But I also liked it because it was stupid. Like, um, like I don't know if I'd watch it alone. I watch, I watch Sword Art with... The in, the infamous man Dylan yeah. and Sophie, so um Mimi Yori. Uh, so if I wasn't watching it with those two people, I probably would go fucking insane and drop it. Are you? Are but you? But since in, I'm in the second season yet, where are you in the series? I'm in the. I'm halfway through the first season, so it's called Sword Art Online. But halfway through the series, that arc finishes and they escape Sword Art Online. What? And some shit happens and they have to go into a new game. In season one? Yeah. Okay. The next time- And you- this show has like four seasons, so I don't know what the fuck is going to happen. How how many times do you have to go into these fucking games, Kurito? Jesus. Tell me, tell me when, when you're watching it next, let me know. I want to start watching with you guys, because this show is, it's very silly. I, I like it. I like, it does that very Japanese thing, um, much like Battle Royale or Danganronpa. Um, where it's just very high concept. What would you do if you were in a sword art online? And I'm kind of like, I don't know, probably die right away. Like, it's kind of cool to think about. How would you handle being in a sword art online? I'd, I'd live. I'd win. I'm built different. No, well, that's one of us. I mean, I'm proud of you. That's, that's awesome. I'm an epic gamer, Stereos. I'm pr- All my friends tell me I'm really good at video games. I watch videos that are like top 10 hardest Mario levels. And I'm watching them and I'm like, psh. All these levels were easy. You <laughs> suck. I hate they're it. Like, mm-hmm. They're like, stomp the stomp the thwomp at the top of the clock tower. It's a hard level, 2 Mario 64. And I'm like, that level was poo-poo pee-pee easy. You're a dumb bitch. That's why I say in that voice. <laughs> I hate and that's just how it is for me with all video games. So I would destroy Sword Art Online. Uh, you know, I like, clearly there's no respawning. Because, I mean, I don't mean the character of the players. I mean the, the mobs, the enemies. Because it's like, all right, it's a big deal how, like, in the second episode, they're like, all you beta testers went around and killed all the easy mobs and leveled up first. Okay, so it means, well, then the boars don't regenerate. Well, given that, I would just chill out in that village until whoever cleared the tower, and then I would go to the top of the tower and also escape through that portal. Because it's not like these bosses are Well, it's are not a portal. It's just, it's just once the final boss is defeated, that's it. The, everyone gets teleported out. So you ev- even have to go to the top of the tower. Everyone? Okay, because when the guy explained it, he was like... Everyone that's alive. Well, well, that's why. No, I get that. When when the evil guy explained it, he said, like, defeat the top of... Defeat the guy at the top and you can get out. And so I kind of thought, like, okay, if you kill him, you can get out. But, okay, everybody gets out. Well, then I would double no, chill. everyone gets out. I would double chill. Yeah, but spoiler alert, Asterius, it takes, like, three years for them to escape Sword Art. 
Oh. Yeah, I mean, it, a month in, they still haven't cleared the first level, and that tower looks like it has like 40 levels. I imagine it would take a while. But It's that's... supposed to have 100 floors. Oh, my God. Well, I'm writing my novel then. I'm writing my novel, Daddy. Oh, also, and I'm sure they address this later, but it's like, <laughs> can you imagine like, having to like feed my body in the real world? Like having to like yeah, they're just pissing and shit in a hospital bed somewhere. Yeah, do they ever show that? No. Yeah, it's like put, putting nuggets in my little mouth, mouth and making me chew them up. <laughs> Suck it, people in the real world. I'm like a peasant or something in this sword art thing. I'm found. I'm podcasting in sword art online, and by podcasting, I mean I'm just up in a tower with a bullhorn, just riffing, riffing about that asshole who ran the goddamn thing. Yeah, I liked. Oh, so okay, so I liked Sword Art Online. I liked. I liked. Is it okay to pick up girls in a dungeon? Because it was very. That art was very. I'm starting to get it now. I, there's the, There's a goddess in this thing, and I'm starting to get it now. I I've honestly never even heard of this show. So, but Suraj said that like two years ago, it was all the rage and the memes. Like this one goddess from. Is it okay to pick up girls in a dungeon? But I find I. Hmm, I see. I see. I finished watching B Stars. I never. I never thought that you could put me in a position where I'm like, I really hope this rabbit and this will fuck. I really want to see this rabbit and this will fuck. Don't poop on me, cartoon. Show them fucking. They're in a love hotel. Show them fucking. But goddammit, this B-Star thing makes me want to see this rabbit and this will fuck. That's a quality show. Beastars is a really great show, and it's such a shame that it gets labeled as furry garbage by people that won't even give it a chance because it's a really good story. It is. I look. It is certainly furry. It's it's a furry first. I mean, in the, there's that scene where that wolf and that rabbit are in that love hotel, and that wolf gets to second base. Like you see him like point he you see him doing a lot of over the shirt stuff to that rabbit. Like you see it. Remember? Yeah. yeah, I do. That's you know, look, if you're gonna call anything like furry, it's like, well, that's very furry. You see and you see that lady rabbit having, you know, and having sex with that. I mean, you don't see it, but like that lady rabbit and that deer have a lot of sex. It's like a very furry positive thing. Yeah, I don't but like I don't think it's ever hard to watch. I'm not a furry, but like, I don't think it ever was hard for me to watch because they're very humanoid. So it's like, okay, they're having sex. I don't really care. You know, they, they really make you care about these characters. They're very, very well done characters. And yeah, you do kind of forget that it's a wolf and a rabbit in a Japanese by the hour love hotel. You forget that. Yeah, I just I just really wanted Lego she to get the pussy and I wanted Louie to stop being an asshole. That thing at the end where Louie, like, he turned good. And that he was helped, awesome. That was helped, awesome. That was great where he helps kill the lion Yakuza. He puts a gun in that big lion's mouth and asks him to beg for his life. And then doesn't even give him the chance to beg for his life. Just shoots him and sprays his old mafia lion brains all over the place. That and, panda's and the, badass. The panda was awesome, too. There's no way that panda's dead. They're not killing off a character that fucking. They cool. can't. They can't. I heard that the B Stars manga literally just ended. That there's 21 yeah. volumes of it and it just ended. Yeah, I haven't read the manga, but yeah. Are you the kind I, of person who go? Do you read manga too, or do you only watch anime? I don't usually read manga unless I really, really like the series. Like I usually watch the anime, and I don't usually read manga unless I really, really like the anime version. 
or um, I heard the series was much better as a manga, or it's only a manga. So the most recent manga I read is another show, or another uh, manga, that falls victim to being mislabeled thanks to something it does on the surface. It's a really great manga that Sriracha talked about like an episode or two ago, called Masturbation Master Kurosawa. That manga goes really hard. She wasn't lying. It goes really fucking hard. It's a really good manga. But it unfortunately suffers from being named Masturbation Master Kurosawa. I mean, it's the price you pay for having a hook that, it, much like with Super Size Me, I can explain what that movie's about right away. A dude eat McDonald's three times a day for 30 days. Will he die? Watch. Find out. Masturbation Master Kurosawa. Guy weaponizes his jizz to get back at bullies. Will he get caught? Read it. Find out. But it's, it's so much more than that. It's, it's I can't even describe it. I recommend all my viewers and even you, Asterios, if if you can get past the idea of the hook of this manga, the like original idea of the manga being that this guy is just a pervert that likes to jack off to the thought of the girls that go to his school and he does it in a girl's bathroom stall. If you can get past the perverseness of the original hook of the manga, you're in for a story that I would truly describe as uh beautiful in a way. By the end All of it, right, like, I'll read it. It's it's fucking good. It's, I'll read like, the, the first volume. It. Enough of this. You you have Enough. to, man. I said I'll read it. I got you tell me to read it. Her tell me to read it. People DMing me on Twitter saying it's actually very good. People are lying on my Discord telling me to read it. Tell me to read it. It is very I'll good. Read I, I'll I, read it. I'll read it, okay? I'll read the yeah, thing with the king jerk you, you, shit. You, you fucking should. And you might come back to me and be like, that was disgusting. But, like, you have to get all through all four volumes. Because, like, it starts out... It does start out gross. Like, the first volume... Kurosawa was unlikable, and he's just a pervert, and he's gross. But by the end of the series, it's like, my homie Kurosawa, oh my god. You just, you, it's, it's good. It's really good. I will read it, okay? I promise. I swear to god, I will read Masturbation Master Kurosawa. I'll read it. I mean, I don't, I don't know if it's fully to your taste, but I thought it was very, oh, very, very good. Oh, yeah, oh, uh, you wonder? Uh, some fucking middle school jerk-off cartoon? Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. You mean the guy that listens to Meet the Press every week? It's yeah. very good, though. It's very good, though. Yeah, well, It's very mean, good, though. Look, I'll read it. See, Asterius, I think someone, you're someone, though, that would really just, like, in battle anime a lot. I mean, I, the the cartoon that I've been watching lately that I fucking love, and we got to wrap up, so unfortunately we got to wrap up after this, is K-On. I fucking love this K-On show. A lot of people were like, hey, Asterius, it seems like you don't like all this gross pervert shit. Why don't you watch something like K-On? And I was like, all right. And then Suresh was like, yeah, I really like K-On. And so we watched K-On. God damn it if I don't love it. It's about four girls in high school who aren't being sexualized that's the hook for me it's like hey these are just characters and you kind of hope they succeed it's like are there any incredibly weird close-ups or off-putting camera angles no hysterious they are not you just kind of hope they get good at guitar i love it the jokes are funny the characters are funny the animation's funny i like the music chaos yeah heard? i could I have, I've only watched like a first couple episodes of K-On, um, so I don't really know if I like it or not, because it was a while ago too, so I don't really remember. But I think you would really just like a lot of slice of life vanilla romance anime. Like extremely vanilla. So you probably like, like, 
Toradora, Clannad. I don't know. That's that's yeah. You probably like that. I'll I'll give I'll give these things a shot. The um the thing that I liked uh the the best anime the two best animes I've ever seen have been Mob Psycho and um Asso B which are both just like shows about young people. <laughs> it's just funny shows about young people trying to deal. And it's like I'm 38 years old and I'm still trying to deal. I mean I'm in a fucking car outside my mom's house yelling about 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 a wolf not getting to fuck a rabbit enough. I'm trying to deal. And hey, listeners, I hope you, I hope our show this week helps you deal with whatever you're trying to deal with. I'm a Stereos Coconos, and this is the loudest podcast. One of the best goddamn podcasts you're ever going to hear. This is one of these shows where it's three kids just hanging around in Discord, all talking and acting like they don't care to be there. I care, goddammit. I might be the only person you listen to each week who genuinely gives a shit about making your week better. And if you want to make my week better, you can go to patreon.com slash Stereos. For just $2, you can hear... The Lime with the Coconuts every month, which is another show that dumped dumped by me and Lime Jinjo. Lime, what's this month's episode going to be about? The epic Halloween special. I'm going to tell Stereos about some scary stories, and we're going to talk about some other spooky things. Ooh, spooky! It's gonna be it's gonna be a good episode. I'm sure. I'm quite sure. We haven't recorded it yet, but like, I've been wanting to make this episode since like july but obviously i couldn't because it was july and not october so it's gonna be a good episode give us two dollars or maybe more if you give us enough maybe a stereos will give me a raise maybe perhaps. i'd love to if i can afford to i'd love to and the, See? And, the th- and the thing that lime pitched back in july was he was like there's this thing called squidward suicide and i was like there's this thing called what and he's like i'm not gonna tell you anymore about this until i know <laughs> so now i finally get to find out what the fuck Squidward Suicide is. And I can't wait. And I know you can't wait either. That's it for the Loudest Podcast. We will talk to you next week. Sriracha will be back. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. <laughs>